Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Hey there, Michigan sports fanatics, and welcome to episode 118 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on TalkShoe. Tigers finish with a 6-3 win over the Indians in five innings due to heavy rains. But they couldn't do it without a few fireworks. I'm also going to get to a Jonathan Erickson article from DetroitRedWings.com after I recap the Tigers and Indians. Michael Fulmer and Zach McAllister duke it out. And let me see. Let me check that scoring summary here. Uh, How did the Indians get that first run again? Um, Carlos Santana, that's right. An RBI double after the Michael Fulmer throwing error. The runner, the, uh, the runner would have scored from first on that double anyway. Since that ball was hit deep to the gap in right center field, that could have been a triple. Or that, that could that that was almost a triple for goodness sakes. That that was Jason Kipnis, that runner on first. Ended up on third, on that, on that throwing error by Michael Fulmer. Then in, the, then in the third inning, uh, in the, bop, the bottom of the third inning, uh, rain came in, a short rain delay. But then in the bottom of the, but then in the bottom of the third, the Tigers' bats uh, seemed to like a little bit. James McCann and Jose Iglesias back-to-back doubles to tie the game at one, and then Ian Kinsler. A two-run bomb to to left field. To left field. That put the Tigers up three to one after three. Rajay Davis, the former Tiger, uh, cut the Tiger lead in half, three to two with an RBI single. Scoring uh, Tyler Nakin, Naquin, and then Carlos Santana tied it in that same fourth inning, same top half of the fourth inning, with an uh, with an RBI single, scoring Davis at three. 
tied at three. Uh, then the Indians made a pitching change. Joe Colon replaced Jeff Manship. And, man, that was a bad idea for Terry Francona. Because Miguel Cabrera took him deep for a three-run home run in the bottom of the fifth inning. And the Tigers retook the lead 6-3. to three. And, thankfully, they got that fifth fifth inning over with in the nick of time because it was raining so damn hard out that the game had to be called. The Tigers were declared the winners 6-3. to three. Blaine Hardy 1-0 get, getting the win. Joseph Cologne man, oh man 1-3 with that, with that loss And with that win, the Tigers, with that 6-3 win in five innings, the Tigers curl up to within a half game of the Baltimore Orioles. Actually, actually, they stay one back because the Orioles came back to, to uh, beat the Blue Jays 3-2 tonight in dramatic fashion. These Tigers just won't tank when I want them to. That's that's frustrating about it because the worst part is the more games they win down the stretch, the greater possibility that they think Brad Osmus may return next year with his option for a fourth year in Detroit. At least it's not a contract extension. At least that's not a contract extension. That's good news. Tigers and Indians duke it out one last time in 2016 tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow afternoon at 110. And, and since and since the uh, Indians. Uh, clinched their American League Central Division title, they started resting their players, and a few, few, of, their star, few of their other stars were injured, too. Uh, Tigers clobbered uh, the Indians last night, 12 to nothing, without any required assistance of Mother Nature. So with that, Tomorrow at 110, Daniel Norris, 3 and 2 with a 359 ERA, will start on the mound against Ryan Merritt, no record, but a 150 ERA. He's, he has pitched six innings, a 0.50 whip, and two strikeouts. Packers improved to 85-73. The Indians 91 and 67. And tomorrow afternoon is their last home game of the season, Fan Appreciation Day. 
And the Tigers go on the road one last time in Atlanta, hot Atlanta. Jordan Zimmerman and and Whistler. Take a look at Whistler for for a second. Uh, Zimmer Matt Whistler seven and twelve four e six ERA, a one fifty two. A 152, 152 innings pitch, a 130 whip, and 112 strikeouts. For Zimmerman, 9 and 6 and a 488 ERA because of his three inning, one run allowed performance. Although that run that he gave up on Sunday against the Royals was a detrimental insurance run leading to a 12-9 loss. Tonight's game was also seen on ESPN, Wednesday Night Baseball, as the wild card, as the wild card race in both the American League and National League heats up. The wild card races heat up. So that's enough Tigers. Uh, let's uh, shift it over to the Red Wings. Kyle, uh, they were in Boston. Kyle, Chris Cuolo scored first for the for the Wings, assisted by Brennan Smith and Dylan Sadawi. At 1847 on the power play in the first period, the Wings led one nothing, and then they would make it two not two nothing on a goal from Steve Ott of all people, the veteran, from Drew Miller and Luke Landetting. At 19:08, 21 seconds apart, two nil wings, and then it was three nil wings on Luke Glendening's first goal of the, of the 2016 preseason. 10:51 into the second period, Brian Lashoff and, and Steve Ott the assist, and then Anthony Mantha would make it four nothing as the wings try to pile on from Andreas Athanasiu and Dylan Larkin. At 12:54 in the end of the second, four nothing wings. The Bruins would get on the board. Austin Sarnak, uh, Austin Sarnak, Sarnak from Spooner and and Grizelchik at 13:20 at end of the second period. Uh, that would make it four to one wings, but uh, that that's as close as the Bruins would get. That's the only goal they would score as Drew Miller, the gray-haired guy, at nine at nine oh nine, tallied from from Steve Ott and Luke Glendening to make it five to one Wings, and that and that's how it would end. The Wings beat the Bruins five to one at TD Bank Gard, at TD Bankworth Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. The Wings are 2-0 in the 2016 NHL preseason. Steve Ott and Luke Lindenning each get a goal and two assists. And Drew Miller gets a goal and an assist. They are home against the Bruins Friday night at 7.30 on Fox Sports Detroit Plus. Can't wait for that one. 
Speaking of the Red Wings, this article just popped up. It's about Jonathan Erickson, of all people. Um, I thought Jonathan Erickson had either an ankle or a foot injury or a knee injury. But it was actually a hip injury. A hip injury that Jonathan Erickson has had for years, four years to be exact. This article from Danica Wikiji from uh, DetroitRedWings.com. Follow her on Twitter at DWikiji. Jonathan Erickson is 32 years old, but um, he said, but cutting to the chase here, he said the issue is a hip impingement, impingement that has been bothering him for about four years. And he said goaltenders often have... Uh, Goal t- he said goaltend he said goaltenders often have the same type of injury because of the long recovery time. Erickson said he hopes to postpone surgery until after he is done playing. The surgery would be a laser pr- procedure. And there's more. He said, uh, Erickson said the Wings training staff will help him minimize the effects of the hip impingement. But dealing with a chronic, but but dealing with a chronic issue can also take a toll mentally. He said the first step was working hard in the off season to set himself up to set himself up for success during the season and trying to make sure that your body, that his body is ready, quote unquote. And finally, with Huda, uh, Doug Huda and another, and with new assistant coaches, Doug Huda and John Torchetti, Jonathan Erickson expects head coach Jeff Blaschel to make a few changes. Doug Huda um, is a, a defensive type of assistant coach, if you, in case you people forgot. Erickson, one last quote in that last paragraph. A little bit with the system, try some different things. As far as the pairings, I don't think he knows that either. He's just going to wait and see. I think that's that's Jeff Blaschel. I think he has some idea going into training camp. It changed a lot during the year. I think I think I played with everyone last year, starting a game with pretty much every D defenseman we had. Defenseman. We just had to adapt to what he wants and deal with it. Now, all I can say to this article, to Jonathan Erickson, 
based on this article is good luck, Johnny. You're gonna you're gonna need it. You're gonna need more than it to survive. You're gonna need more than it to perform better than you have in the last four years with that him with that hip impingement. If you think you're gonna tough it out, you think you're gonna tough it out and try to minimize the effects of that hip impingement. Well, well, buddy, that's going to be hard. Because um, as far as I'm concerned, if you're if you're playing that injured, you're just in a world of danger, right, Lewis? Oh yeah, you you shouldn't play a hurt like that. Oh man, you would be paralyzed. Paralyzed. Yeah, sometimes you do got to play to the pain, but this is not one of them. No, no. I what I would have suggested before I read the rest of this article here on this on this episode on Talk Shoe was for was for the Red Wings to have put Jonathan Erickson on on long term injury reserve, which they should have done a long time ago. And they yeah. still should do it. There's still time. But but uh, due to his contract, he he has no choice but to play, and that that and that puts uh, Jonathan Erickson and the Red Wings in a in a very very tight situation. Yes. Yeah. And then that and Ed and I are gonna break down all this next week Tuesday on episode. 2.31, The Week in Review on Spreaker. But um, hopefully he had off tonight due to the fact that it's only a preseason game or, the fir- or both the first two games because he's going to need some of that rest. But it's Wednesday, and tomorrow is uh, Thursday night football. want to remind everybody ahead of time. But, but with all that, Lewis, you've got the final – you've got the, all the scores, whether, whether, they're, whether they're final or not. Oh, yeah. You've got, and you've got, the, you've got the standings and the NHL scores. Plus yes, – uh, more uh, quite a, at least at least quite a couple uh, major injuries involving JJ uh, Watt. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So here we go. Uh, White Sox uh, shout out the Rays one to nothing. Oh yeah. Um, Almost forgot that other guy. It's uh, Des Bryant. Yes. Bryant. Yeah. Des Bryant had. It. Had a hairline fracture injury, yeah. but the, yeah, but um, you're saying it could be uh, just about three weeks. Well, we'll see. It, 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 I, uh, it, it was reported that he was going to miss four to six weeks. Hmm. Yeah, with well, the uh, coach uh, saying three. Well, we'll see. Yeah, it's fifty-fifty. Yeah. 
anywho, uh, White Sox did beat the Rays one nothing. And the bottom of the seventh, the Rockies are leading the Giants two to nothing with uh, nobody out and runner on first. And Posley is at bat. Um, in the top of the sixth, the Angels, the yes, the Angels are leading the Athletics eight to three, and Davis is batting. Uh, no one on, no one out. Top of the seventh, Padres are leading the Dodgers six to five with two out and a runner on first, and Hendrick is up at bat. Mariners over the Astros twelve to four. Paxton is the is the winner. Uh, Tigers beat um, Indians six to three in five innings. Hard uh, hardly is the winner. Now there are games that have innings, and there are games that have innings you cannot believe. Yankees beat the Red Sox say five to three. This was a pitcher's duel until the eighth inning. Dodgers go, uh, Red Sox go up three nothing. The Yankees had a base hit. And yep. two walks to load the bases. Then comes a thing, a base hit for a runner on. It. And then on, then the along came Mark Teixeira. Mark Teixeira with a grand salami to win the game five to three. Unreal. Yeah. And not only that, but that also still keeps our hopes up for the playoffs. Strangely as it may seem, but they still have a slim hope. As long as there's a hope, I'm sticking with them. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Oh, yes. Uh, the Yankees used to be a, such a resilient team at, at their old Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember those days. Mm-hmm. Despite my age. Uh, Pirates uh, double over the Cubs 8-4, to four, but Cubs have no need to worry. They've got everything all wrapped up. And Talon was the winner there. Aretta with a loss. Uh, that's all right. Orioles uh, pull off a comeback win, three to two, as they as they move up in the wildcard standings. The Braves had no trouble with the Phillies, twelve to two. Even though their season is you know down the tubes. Uh, Mets beat the Marlins five to two. Lungo uh, was the winner there. The Kansas the Royals uh, beat the Twins as their season hope will gladly come to an end on Sunday. Another shortened game today. The Diamondbacks beat the Nationals three nothing in only six innings. Miller was the winner there. Uh, Rangers over the Brewers five, eight to five. Jeffries is the wing pitcher there. And this just in, Reds over the Cardinals 2-1. to one. All right, so now over to the, over to the standings we will go. Second here. Ah, here we go. In the American League East, the Red Sox are 92-66, but they do clinch the East. Yeah. Blue Jays, 87-71, five games back. Baltimore is six back at... 86 and 72. Yankees are 82 and 76, 10 games back, and the Rays 26 and a half back at 65 and 92. The Indians 91 and 67, 
Tigers are six back at 85 and 73. Royals are 81 and 77. Ten games back, 14 and a half back are the White Sox at 76 and 81. And the hapless Twins are 56 and 102, 35 games out. Uh, In the West, Rangers, 94 and 65. Nine and a half back are the Mariners at 84 and 74, still decent. Astros, 83 and 76, 11 back, 11, yeah, 11 back. Angels are 22 and a half back at 71 and 87, and the Athletics, 26 back at 67 and 90. In the National League, the Nationals are 92 and 66. Mets are 7 and a half back at 85 and 74. Marlins are 78 and 80, 14 back. Phillies are 22 back at 17.88, and the Braves 65.92, 26 and a half back. Well, at least they won't hit 100 losses this year. The Cubs in the Central, the Cubs um, are 101.57. Cardinals are way back at 82 and 76, 19 back. Pirates are 23 back at 78 and 80. The Brewers are 71-88, 30 and a half back. The Reds are 61 and 67 and 91, 34 games back. Yeah. Dodgers clinched the West at 90 and 67. Giants are 83 and 74, seven games back. 17 back are the Rockies at 73 and 84. They started out so well this year. Padres are 67 and 90, 23 back and 24 and a half back. Diamondbacks are 66. And 92. Uh, exhibition hockey scores today. Uh, Red Wings over the over the Bruins, uh, five to one. Uh, pretty good crowd, sixteen thousand plus. Uh, Philadelphia blank New Jersey two zip. Pittsburgh blank Chicago uh, also two zip. And the Avalanche double up on the Dallas Stars four to two. And in, also in um, World Cup Hockey uh, last night, Team Canada beat Team Europe three to one to take a one nothing lead in the series. In the best in the best of three, game two. Uh, game two, I believe, is uh, uh, tomorrow or is it technically tonight because we're not past midnight in the East. Wow, uh, we have another um, interesting moment here in baseball as. Pirates uh, John Jasso hit for the cycle tonight at Petro Peco Park, the first in that park's history. Been a while since someone hit for the cycle. Uh, moving onward, as soon as this will scroll down for me. Yeah. Oh, um, in WNBA, Minnesota Rupinx, 113 to 95. Um, Cubs president of operations Theo Espin uh, signed a five-year deal. Uh, I don't have any uh, financial details at this time, but I'll give it to you on the next show. Free agent running back C.J. Spiller signs a one-year deal with the Seattle Seahawks, and at the same time in the process, they waive Terrence McGee, uh, who spent 13 games last. Um, and Spiller spent 13 games with his, with the Saints last season. We can only hope that 
gets better. Um, NBA guard Paul Pierce said he will retire at the end of this season after a after a great career. Uh, Tim Tebow hit his first home run in the minor leagues um, yesterday in the instructional league. That's a minor league team for the New York Mets. Cowboys wide receiver Des Bryant suffered a hairline fracture in his right tibia, and according to the uh, according to the coach, it could be out for three weeks. I'm glad to report that surgery will not be required. Well, that's certainly good news. Um, other notes: uh, the Dodgers have set their NLDS uh, series lineup roster, and yes, Yasiel Puig is going to get a spot, assuming the series goes to a fourth game. Uh, Kershaw, Hill, and Medea will pitch the first three games. Um, a friend and uh, former teammate of Jose Fernandez declined to join them on the boat early Sunday morning that cost him his life along with two friends. Um, Marcel Onza, I think that's how you say his name, is the Marlins center, was the Marlins center fielder. Um, Kevin Durant began his first practice at, with the Golden State Warriors today and looks to be doing well. Uh, Giants Weston Richburg of uh, the Giants, the New York Giants, not San Francisco, became the NFL's first player to be in, ejected for unsportsmanlike conduct in Sunday's game, costing him $12,000, but is appealing the suspension. Yeah, good luck with that one, Bob. Uh, former Lions running back Joaquil Bell signed a signs with the Bears. Bears also signed former defensive lineman C.J. Wilson. Joik Bell. Joik Bell. Um, I think I think his uh, name is French. It's spelled French, but. Um... But it, but it's pronounced joy. I, I get it. Yeah, okay. it's pronounced joy. Yep. I took French in junior high. <laughs> uh, Garoppolo and Brissett are both back at practice with the Patriots, and nothing seems to slow that team down as they keep winning and they keep being and they keep being their opponents very very badly. I don't think anything's going to stop them. Yuck. Carolina Panthers signed two-time Pro Bowler Michael Griffin to a one-year deal. Also signs defensive tackle Kyle Love, who is with the team for the past two seasons, and Vernon Butler is out for the next two games with a high ankle sprain. But nothing more serious than that. Uh, just a quick other few notes on the NHL on the um, I'm sorry the NFL. If my people will cooperate here, yet. Yeah. And people think they got problems with their computer? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, right. A quick check to see about any more football notes. Oh, uh, Tim Duncan appeared at uh, Spurs camp, actually. Um, okay. Uh, but it said Spurs playing with Tim Duncan's role with the team Evolve. Uh, it, is un- it is unclear right now where that will take place. 
He made the appearance at the workout campsite yesterday, just two days after Papa joked he would find the future Hall of Famer $2,500 for each day he was absent. But even Duncan's surprise appearance with the organization remains a work in progress. I think this is going to be his last year. We had to start. We had to start. Um, over we go now to more NFL news. We go to the home site. Oops, let me turn that down. All right. Oh, uh, Bryant was a no-show, which led to an MR an MRI delay. So let me check up on that. Oh, that's my microwave. Because it's not cooking nachos. Oh, my apologies. Okay, okay. So there was a no-show today. Uh, a little slow. Okay. Was the, was it because the Dallas Cowboys receiver was absent from money's treatment for injured players? And Tuesday's meeting sources confirmed that. Ryan was hurt in Sunday's game against the Bears, and injured players are are required to report for treatment on Monday, even though the players, even though his players had the day off. They had a conflicting workout schedule and meetings on Tuesday, but Bryant was unable to get an MRI since the team does not yet have an imaging device at its new facility. The MRI took place. Yesterday morning, Bryant was diagnosed with a hairline fracture at his tribal plateau in his right leg near the right near the knee, according to a source. Ooh, right near the knee. Oof. Uh, Jason Garrett refused to <clears throat> excuse me to get into the reason for the delay and was asked multiple times earlier Wednesday. Um, guard Leo Collins, who suffered a sprained right big toe in Sunday's game, had an I performed on Monday, and the Cowboys knew a, tre- a treatment plan on that same day. And players are subject to fines for missing meetings and treatment sessions. Oh, boy. <laughs> Getting rough to be a player in the NFL now. Getting fined for every, getting fined for everything. So Duncan's um, role remains unclear, but I'm sure that'll be cleared up in the next a couple of days. And for the record, the NBA preseason begins on Saturday. Uh, Freddie Freeman has the longest streak of this season in the majors, as he now has his streak to 30 games topping Jackie Bradley Jr. of 29. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel in the Braves' miserable season. <laughs> How about that? On uh, ex-LSU, uh, Miles turned down a job to Michigan job in 2011 as he was fired from LSU on Saturday night. But... I don't think that it was that was right. I mean, he was only uh, two and two. It's not like it was a 
like a terrible, terrible start to the season. I think they should have kept him. I think, I think it was wrong that they just fired him. They, they could have turned the season around. With, with They were stuck with him. They told him at the halftime on Saturday's game. I mean, that, that, was, that was uncalled for. You could at least wait to the end of the game to make your decision. I mean, that, you know, that's just plain wrong. At least wait to the end of the game to make a decision. Not, not, not during. You know, I guess the uh, college um, rules, I guess the college um, people in charge have their own way of dealing with uh, hirings and firings. Yeah, still, I don't think it's right. Ah. Russell Wilson sprained his MCL. Was it a full practice participant on uh, yesterday? And the team expects him back uh, shortly. Yeah, you can't stop a trainer. You can't stop a train like Russell Wilson. Taylor Austin was limited in practice today with what's called what was called a shoulder injury. That's uh, that's about that's about what I got. Oh wait, Rex Ryan crashed uh, media conferences. Called to ask Julian Edelman if he'll play next week. Oh boy, leave it to Rex. Leave it to Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Well, his brother's not much better. Oh boy. Okay, uh, that's all I've got. Back to you. All right. All right. Thanks very much, Lewis. Uh, again, again, uh, the, the Tigers beat the Indians six to three in five innings. The Red Wings pound on the Bruins five to one on the road. Red Wings next game is home against the Bruins Friday at seven thirty on Fox Sports Detroit Plus. Tigers and Indians tomorrow at one ten. For Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. We'll talk. We'll talk uh, probably at eight o'clock. It's fine. Yep. Yes. All right. All right. All right. So so that wraps it up for episode 118. We'll be back at 8 o'clock for episode 119. Wow. And then Thursday at 11, either 11 or midnight, Ed and I will be on Spreaker for episode 230, the Football in the Mitten preview. So, for Lewis Tenor, this is Taylor Phillips, TTM and Tata for now. Bon appetit. Good night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.